Hello fellow riders, this is your host Rusty James. It is Thursday, May 18th, 2017, and this is the ride. Yes, yes my friends, I am still here. I want you to remember that. I want you to remember that statement right there. I am still here. If you're going through something, sorry, I'm eating my pizza on my way to uh, my destination. If you are going through something and it's a struggle and it seems like you're not getting anywhere, you're not getting to the end of the thing, you seem to be stuck cycling the middle of the thing. All I can tell you is that in the big scheme of things, you must remember that Christ is on the throne. That he is in the situation with you. Doesn't necessarily mean he has put his approval on the situation. Not necessarily. But he's with you in it. For those who know me, you're, you've been aware that I've been on a journey, so to speak. A journey to find direction in my life, I guess. It really is. I've been unemployed for a while. And that gets you thinking a, a lot about a lot of things. Um, you know, where you might want to live. Whether you stay in the same spot whether you take a, a lesser job in the same spot or whether you go for the, a bigger job somewhere else, but then you have to do the move. And, you know, you can go through this period of time where you don't know which way is up. You might be in it now. And in the temporal plane, you might not know which way is up because stuff happens. But in the spiritual sense, there is an up. And you've got to look up to Him. You need to look up to our Savior and to God the Father. And be aware that the Holy Spirit is there to help comfort you through that storm. Now I know, I know, I know. These words that I'm telling you right now, you've heard them before. And, and it, sometimes it's hard to hear them and really latch onto them because you've heard them before. You've heard them over and over. And yet, this thing that you're going through is really difficult. I understand. And you know, if I, if I just right now think about what I was going through, what my family was going through, you know, let me, let me put it this way. When I think about what I was going through, the, the thing that kept me afloat was knowing that there were people praying for me and my family, and really that I was reminded every day of my journey of discovery, I was reminded that Christ had got me that far 
already. And what I was going through was not something... I mean, it, it was something brand new. But I had gone through other situations and God got me through those too. And for me, that's kind of what got me... That's what filled me with hope, I guess. Is that I know that he had gotten me through other ones and he's going to get me through this one. And that's about the, the, the main thing that worked for me. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that that can be true for you too. That you know his hand has been in your life through certain situations. And you've seen him bring you through to the other side. My wife and I have done a lot of talking through this whole thing, you know, thinking, well, what? there's got to be a reason for this. There's got to be a purpose. I don't know if it's always that way, and maybe I'm just being a little bit too realist. I don't know if there's always got to be a reason, a plan, because we make decisions that go against the will of the Father. So it might not have been in the plan, but we make decisions. And we alter the plan. So my point is, I don't know if it's always God's sovereign plan that's, you know, the reason why you're in the thing you're in. But I have seen him take whatever situation you are in and work it for your good. I think there's a scripture that says that. So as one speaking from the other side and I am just erupting into the other side I mean I'm just making my way through the the veil to the other side I can tell you the view looks pretty good from here I wasn't always looking to the father during my little journey and I would see just what was in front of me and and the view didn't look very good. But what kept me going was realizing that there was a view. It was God's view. And God saw this side of my journey. God saw this. And every once in a while I'd get glimpses of God's view, God's perspective. Because I would take my eyes off of what was around me and put them on Him. And then, and then I could see how he sees my situation. Your situation, man, when you're just in the temporal mortal plane, it's overwhelming at times, isn't it? We don't understand why they behave this way. We don't understand why our teenagers are doing the crazy that they're doing. We don't understand why that other person that you thought you loved and cared for why they would do that to you and it doesn't make any sense none of it makes any sense am I going crazy here you're not going crazy but you could if you don't put your eyes on Christ it can be overwhelming unless you can get out of this mortal plane You've got to set your eyes on the real prize. 
So just a word of practical knowledge. Um, save your money when you're, you know, when you have a job, save some money for a rainy day. Okay? This is just practical living life 101. Save some money. So when you have a situation, you don't go nuts. Okay. Obviously, we kind of know that. But can I tell you, you need to maybe drill it into your brain a little bit more than normal if you're, if you're not one who's self-disciplined to do the saving, for example. You've, you've got to drill it into your brain. You, you need to make it happen. So this is a word of wisdom to young people who are just starting out in the workforce or even, you know, when you're doing your part-time job while you're going to school or whatever it is. Save your money, honey. You do not know when you're going to need it. I didn't know I was going to need it. So anyway, back to keeping your eyes on Christ. During this period of time, I... I ran the gamut of, okay, well, was this whole thing supposed to happen? This unemployment, was I supposed to then start a business? Well, kind of, in a way, my wife and I did, uh, during that period of time, do a small kind of hobby business. And we continue to do that. Something we've wanted to do for a while. But that's not the kind of thing that would sustain a home. So, you know, were we supposed to start a bigger business? Were we supposed to, um, you know, you know I'm writing a book. Was I supposed to write and finish my book and get a publisher and then become like a big star and, you know, never worry about money again? Was I, What was supposed to happen? Well, remember what I said. Maybe, maybe what was supposed to happen was that I was just going to keep on working and be very satisfied with my job. But because of decisions people made, things didn't work out that way. And I've got to pick up the pieces of bad decisions. I don't know what the reason was. I tend to be somebody who tries to figure out, like, what's the core reason for something? If there's something not working, I'm trying to scientifically deduce what was the core, what, what started the problem. And that's part of my training for the, for the engineering roles that I'm been in but I also try to figure that out in life you know you know like I'll I don't know get get I'll start getting headaches for some reason maybe and I'll think well what what happened what did I did I change my drinks that I was drinking maybe I choose maybe I uh, uh, started using a different toothbrush or maybe maybe it was that uh, yeah maybe it was that ointment that I used on the sore muscles. Maybe one of those things did it. And I'll try to, you know, eliminate each one and try to figure out so I can understand the world I live in and I can figure out, okay, this was the reason. And I can tell the world confidently, you know what, you want to stay away from that because that causes this problem. Well, I'm always about that. And sometimes in life, I'm trying to figure that out in the spiritual sense you know, what was it that I did wrong that got me into this position? And what can I do? Can I 
scientifically deduce what I did wrong. Did I not pray that third Tuesday after the fourth Sunday? You know, what was, what was my issue? Well, you know what? It might not have been anything like that. It might have simply been the flawed nature of the world. The world that's wrapped up in sin and it, it has failures and sometimes it affects people who have done nothing wrong and maybe it affects somebody who does something wrong like I do something wrong just like you do at times so trying to figure that out it's it's just too much brain power to to do that why why spend all the time to do that what I need to do is focus on the solution at the heart of all these problems is sin we know that okay can we just kind of be okay with knowing that that's the issue and then if we know that's the issue then what's the solution if we could focus on the solution boy that would be pretty cool huh in fact anytime we have to deal with the problem why don't we just go straight to the solution and try instead of trying to figure it out in our own brain power I don't know just a thought solution number one Jesus Christ if you've been a Christian for any length of time, you know that if you just sit down, free your mind of the distractions of the day, no matter what you're going through, if you focus on Christ and what he did and what he brings to the table and what he represents to you, this access to God Almighty if you just quiet yourself and think on that no problem is too great pause for effect no problem is too great if you've not been saved meaning if you've not come to realize what Christ has done for you and that he has offered a way for you to have access to the Father, to talk right with the Creator of all things. And He has made this access available to you no matter what your background, no matter what problems you've ever created, no matter what problems have been forced upon you, He cares for you and, and came to earth to conquer the sin that I mentioned before that's really the root cause of all these issues. He conquered that already. And that's why he's the solution, because he conquered the sin problem. The sin problem is at the core of most of this flawed, corrupt world we live in. But he raises us above that level. He raises us into a different level. But he's the only one who can. Therefore, he's a solution. He is the way. He is the truth. And he is our life. You know, in the very darkest of days during your trouble, whatever it is, our enemy wants to remind you that, you know, that he brings this component of life or death into the situation. Isn't that interesting? He did it in the garden. 
the life or death question. I want to make sure that I'm thinking life. I need to be thinking life. I need to be meditating on life. He is the way, the truth, and the life. I need to be meditating on life. If you find yourself not doing that or meditating on death, I come against the lie of the enemy right now that would have you be considering things that have to do with death. I come against that in the name of Jesus right now. And I break that power that sin has over the individual. I break that power that sin and this wrong mindset, this death mindset has in the life of people. Even believers have dark days. I break that power in the name of Jesus. Jesus came to bring us life. And Jesus is here today, available to you in your time of trouble to help you see life again. The thing I said early on, I'm still here. Remember that? I'm still here. You're going to say that at some point. You're going to say, you know what? I'm still here. Even though there's been times you probably whispered this to your own psyche, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to be here down the road. I'm not going to be here. Jesus sees you here. Jesus sees you whole. Jesus sees you the way I see you. Restored. Set on a place. Perhaps you've this process is cleaning some things off of, off of your life that really shouldn't have been there in the first place. I see you wrapped in white linen, washed, fresh, new. That's what I see for you. And I know that's what God sees for you too. So this is kind of a unique day. I'm doing an errand so that I can uh, basically be approved into my next job. So we shall see how this goes today. And, you know, even though I'm coming through to the other side, it's a brand new thing, isn't it? Anytime you're starting something new, it's a brand new thing. It's kind of by definition. So you don't know what to expect, do you? So who knows what I'll be expecting? Because, you know, the world can throw who knows what at you. But I do know one thing I can expect. I can expect that I can always lean on the Lord. He's always there. He is going to never leave me and he's going to never leave you. I want you to be encouraged today. That is the way it has been forever and it will continue to be that way. So you stay in the word. You live in peace. You pray for those who persecute you. And don't fear. Don't fear. Fear is part of that whole death equation. I don't want you to be in that equation right now. You need to be thinking of life. And in life there is no fear. Don't fear. Don't fear today. Don't fear tomorrow. Look to the heavens, to your Savior, Jesus Christ. And know that there are people who are praying for you right now. And right then, whenever you think of it, there are people praying for you. And Jesus intercedes for you too. 
and you will make it to the other side. Because you know what? I'm going to see you on the flip.